everyone, and welcome back to the ICC podcast. This is Taylor Behunin. Um, I'm so excited about today's episode. I probably say that every week. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about making the most out of your temple experience. Um, I love the temple. I love going to the temple, but I totally get that there are times where it's just this amazing experience and you learn so much. And then there are also times where you go and, and yeah, it's really peaceful and you can feel the spirit, but, um, you feel maybe that there was more you could have gotten out of it or maybe some more effort you could have put in. And if you don't feel like that at all ever, then great. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Um, But today I just wanted to share just a few tips and tricks that I've tried and I know some other people that I know I've tried. And along with that, just a few stories to kind of tie in with everything. So um, I'm going to go ahead and start out. I got endowed in 2017 and it was November. So it was right before my mission. So I went twice before I left for my mission. And then I was able to go just about every week in the MTC. And then I went a couple times throughout my mission. Um, So I hadn't necessarily gone a ton, but when I came home from my mission, I decided to be an ordinance worker. And so I worked in the temple one to two times a week for quite a while. Um, I worked that summer and then that was 2019. I worked that summer and then I went to a semester at BYU-Idaho. And I came back in December and I didn't go back until the next September because that's kind of when COVID hit and everything. Um, And so I worked in the temple while it was open, which was up until just about the end of March. And then obviously we didn't go for a while. Um... And that was kind of different. But I remember I was just so grateful I'd worked in the temple because I had memorized a lot and I was able to just kind of recite things in my mind every once in a while, which was so beneficial and helpful. But it's interesting because even while I wasn't attending the temple, um, my roommate and one of my my best friend, Brittany Jones, uh, and some of you might know her and some of you don't, but she and I were roommates that next fall that I went up to school, which was fall of 2020. And from then until the temples opened, which was for a while, um, it was definitely a, a couple months, almost six months, I want to say, we went to the temple parking lot in our cars. You know, we would just go and sit in our car almost every night. So I just want to encourage you before I start with any tips or tricks, if you don't have the opportunity to go to the temple, like President Nelson invited us, his last general conference talk, think about the the covenants and the ordinances that occur in the temple. Think about your family history work. Um, Do as much as you can temple wise without attending the temple. And then if you are in a position to go, go as often as you can. I know we've heard this from prophets now and even in the past, but I just want to encourage again the importance of going, the difference it makes in your life. And if you can't go inside the temple, go to the parking lot of the temple. Even just the temple grounds are so sacred. Um, I've shared this before, but I served my mission at the Winter Quarters Visitor Center in Nebraska. And it was, I totally took advantage of this, but it was so amazing to be on consecrated holy ground every day. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about making the place that you live in the place that you stand a holy place in and outside the temple. But, um, 
just before I started, I just wanted to personally invite you to do whatever you can to remember what happens in the temple and to attend the temple uh, as often as possible. So with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and share a few tips uh, and tricks on some things that I've done in the past and others have done that have helped me make the most out of my temple experience. Um, First and foremost, if you can, make sure, or if you can, be a temple worker. <laughs> um, being able to be an ordinance worker in the temple is so amazing and you learn so much and you get to be there for sure at least once a week, um, depending on where you're at and what temple you would be working at. But being an ordinance worker is totally worth it. So if you have the ability to make that sacrifice and to cut out that time to volunteer there, do it. Talk to your bishop and then your name can be sent to the temple presidency through that line and uh, they can call you to be an ordinance worker so whatever you can can do to do that I would encourage you to do that but um just as for attending the temple something that I always find really special is taking family names and recently I actually was able to go do ceilings with Tayson and I took I had printed off a couple names but I was in a rush and we went to the temple and we did the ceilings but I remember sitting in the celestial room just so sad (laughs) because I didn't know who any of those people were honestly and I know I know that it would have been a much more special experience if I had put in the work to know who those people were to know how I was related to them um and to just know more about them so take family names but get to know the people that you are doing this work for before you go to the temple um you can learn the meaning of even even if there's not a lot of information about them, learn the meaning of their last name or or something, you know, have a connection with them. I guarantee that it will be a more special experience that way. I also think it's important to understand what the covenant of Israel means. We talk about the gathering of Israel and learn what your role in the temple is doing for the gathering of Israel. So that's something that you can study. Uh, I just have a few other things you can study and then a few other things that you can actually do. Study the wording in the temple, including names and whatever it might be. If you study the words before you go, then you can pay more attention to them and how they're used. And that can always be a very, um, you can always learn a lot from that. Um, and then some other things that you can actually do. I personally, something that I would encourage everyone to do is to not skip out on initiatories. I know that those fill up and, um, sometimes going to an endowment with your spouse may seem a little better, but if you can do initiatories, that's actually the first part of the endowment. And if you can listen to those promises and those blessings, and just the wording of the initiatories, I feel like it always helps me understand the endowment better and can open up doors to learn different things. So don't skip out on initiatories. Focus on the covenants before you go. If you go to the church's website, you can look up what the covenants are you make in the temple and they have little descriptions for each of them. Learn more about those covenants before you go and maybe even ask God what you can do to live a specific one better before you attend. And then throughout the session, you can think about for example, the law of obedience and what you can do to to better fulfill that covenant in your own life. 
So you know, do that before you go. Have questions or a theme in mind. I remember the first time I was able to go back to the temple during COVID, um, my brother got endowed and I was able to go to Washington. It was in, oh, I want to say it was like April of 2021, but we went and, um, sorry, we went and I wanted to think about the creation and focus on the creation and what I need to do to be a better um, creator in my life, like creating a better environment or creating more opportunities to study or whatever it might be. I was trying to focus on being a co-creator with God in my life. So I wanted to focus on the creation and just the purpose of it and why why God created things the way he did. And obviously you're not going to get every single answer and know why for every single thing. But um, as I focused on that, I just remember being so filled with the love of God and having such an amazing experience um, thinking about how he loves his creations and how much love he puts into his creation. And I was just able to see the creation in a different light. And um Anyways, it was very powerful because I chose to focus on that before I went instead of just sitting in the endowment thinking about the creation, which is obviously never a bad experience. I feel like you can't really do wrong when you're putting in the faith to go to the temple. But if you want to make more out of it and if you want to learn more, um, that's just something that I've done that I've definitely found success in. Um, I also would encourage people to not be afraid to get there early. I was talking to a friend about this the other day, but sometimes, especially in Rexburg, the temple is like one minute away from my house. And so I like leave 20 minutes before the session or 30 minutes or whatever it might be. And I get there and I have to rush and change my clothes and then go. And you know what? There's no point necessarily in doing that. Obviously, if your schedule's tight, you do what you have to do. But if you have the time to go early, go early. Um, the other day, I was able to to do initiatories, and I went an hour early, uh, and it was so nice to just sit there and study my scriptures and just be there in the temple without thinking about everything else that was going on outside the temple. Um, which obviously that brings me to my next point of making sure that you are being alert while you are in the temple and focusing on what's happening, whatever you need to do to do that. Um, maybe don't eat a big meal before you go to the temple or, um, I know that sometimes it can seem hard to, to stay completely alert and attentive, but you can chew gum. You can make sure you drink some cold water before you go. I don't know, not too much water, I guess. But whatever you can do and whatever you need to do to to make sure that you're prepared to go to the temple, to be awake, do it. Because your time inside is limited and um, you just want to make the best of the time you have. Just one last note talking about tips and tricks at least um ask god what he would want you to learn before you even go if you know you have a temple appointment that week think about the themes in your life or the trials you're going through and don't just ask god for help with those things which is totally okay i'm not saying you shouldn't but i'm saying on top of that ask him you know what do you need to do to learn what do you need to do to let god prevail in your life um, things like that, when you focus on that throughout the week before you go, you're preparing and any type of preparation is an act of faith. 
And so I feel like it opens more doors for you and the windows of heaven heaven are able to open more for you when you prepare like that. Um, Something else I've done to prepare along with not just asking God those questions, but back to the other tip I gave about focusing on the covenants you make before you go. Sometimes I've done this before and I should probably do it more often, but before I take the sacrament on Sunday, whether it be Saturday night or Sunday morning, I think about the covenants that I've made and I think about and I ask God even what is one covenant I need to focus on. And then as I partake of the sacrament, I get to focus on Christ helping me make a covenant better, like keep a covenant better, I guess would be the right words. And then when I attend the temple, um, it's just magnified. So preparing any type of preparation, asking beforehand, those kind of things always make my temple experience better. And I feel like I definitely get more out of it because I'm focusing on something specific. Um, But there, if you've noticed in uh, those tips and those tricks, a lot of them kind of follow this pattern. Um, you know, the temple should not just be a temple break or like some lunch break away from the world. The temple is more than just a time away. Um, the, the pattern I have here is that you should prepare before you go. You need to be present when you're in the temple and then moving forward, based off whatever you learn or whatever answers you have or whatever experience you're able to have there, you need to use some action-based faith as you leave the temple to apply what you learn and to make use of, you know, whatever experience you're having in there. Um, and at state conference, I had state conference a few weeks ago and the temple president there was telling the story um, of Elder Groberg and how I think this was at state conference, I guess. I can't remember. But he just talks about how um, Elder Groberg, who some of you might know, he was he's the center of the movie The Other Side of Heaven, or he's the main actor, or the, the, the person that the story's about. And he's from Idaho Falls, and he was in the Idaho Falls Temple working, and there was this these people he knew or it was a young couple or something and they were leaving the temple and they said well now it's time to go back to the real world and he pointed out to them and just said no this like the temple this is the real world um and this is like where you need to return to and so just thinking about that and going off of the idea that the temple is not just this lunch break for you to feel peace. Um, Elder Bednar even talks about this a little bit, but the temple is what is for eternity. Um, here on this earth, the life that we're living, this terrestrial world that you're, that we're in, you could say is temporary. This isn't eternal life for us if we choose for it not to be, I guess. And um, remembering that the temple is what's eternal, the temple is what's constant, um, keeping that in mind, moving forward even, if that's what counts and if that's what matters, then we should make the places that we stand holy places. We should make our homes temples and we should make our life full of more sacred experiences 
other than just our temple attendance. And I feel that as you do that and as you focus on making your life outside of the temple more holy and more virtuous, that is what's going to make your temple visits more special and count more. It's not necessarily always when you're in the, I think often we think this, um, well, when you're in the worst of the worst and the hardest steps and trials of your life, you we often think that those are the times where we will feel the most love from God um, because it's such a polar opposite experience, you know, from feeling the pain of the trial to attending the temple and feeling peace. But um, while that can be true at different times in our lives, I, I think that the consistency of allowing the spirit into our life and choosing Christ first and letting God prevail, those experiences along with attending the temple is what brings a major spiritual power into our life. Um, so just to kind of go off of that, what you can do to make more out of your temple experience outside of just the temple and focusing on the temple a huge part or a huge thing to change or maybe observe in your life would be the media that you are allowing into your life. Um, as I've thought about this episode and as I've thought about this just in my normal life, like how can I experience or have more powerful experiences in the temple or not even necessarily powerful, but um, more meaningful to me. I've thought about the media that I have allowed into my life, whether it be music, books, um, movies, or TV shows I watch, those kind of things. If those don't align with the things I learned in the temple, not necessarily all of the teachings, but if I am breaking covenants by watching or listening or whatever it might be, or if I'm not allowing the spirit into my life by watching or listening to those things, um... I am not preparing myself completely or maybe not even uh, preparing myself, but uh, I'm not standing in holy places like I could be, which I think is what is part of going to the temple is being able to learn how to, to stand in those holy places when you're not in the temple. So um, anyways, I just think it's important to ponder the media that you're allowing in your life and um, just to even give you more of a better picture, let's say that there's a door in the middle of nowhere and you're on one side and the Holy Ghost and Christ are on the other. Um, And let's say you read your scriptures that day, so you open the door, you know, 10 more degrees, allowing the Spirit and Christ to be more into your life and for you to, you know, see them more and have that influence more. But then let's say that you decide to watch an episode of an inappropriate TV show, or you listen to a song with bad words in it, or one that's talking about sex, or whatever it could be, you're closing that door 10 degrees. Um, and obviously, I don't know the measure of of the sins that we are a part of, or the mistakes we make, and we're constantly going to be making mistakes, and I get that, and whatnot, but... If you're trying to intentionally make your temple experiences better or to make your life more holy, which I believe the both go hand in hand, then you need to think about, you know, you're obviously making effort to have the spirit more into your life, but how often are you not making the effort to have the spirit into your life? And make where you stand a holy place 
even including your home. I remember when I was set apart to be a missionary, I was actually set apart in my home instead of the stake center because they said that the home is the closest place there is to a temple. And I just loved that. I love that idea that um, our homes can be so temple-like because the family is so central to God's plan. And um, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for temple work and for family history work, indexing, all of those things. They all go hand in hand into the gathering of Israel, which President Nelson told the youth a few years ago is the most important work you could be doing on the earth today. So just think about that when you're attending the temple or when you're looking for ways to maybe make your experience more powerful. Just remember that it's not just about it being an experience for you, but you get to be a part of the greatest work on the earth today. How powerful is that? And the fact that the Lord trusts us and that there are so many temples that are readily available for for us throughout the world is just so amazing to me. And there's no attitude to have but gratitude for that. Um, so anyways, I hope that some of you were able to get some tips you maybe needed or wanted, or maybe even some ideas for things you could do to change or improve your lifestyle or even your attendance of the temple. Um, but I also just want to testify to, along with the power of temples, also family history work, and just the fact that Heavenly Father is always just a prayer away. And that when you can't attend the temple or when things are hard, you know, the temple is not the only place that we can find peace. We find peace because of Jesus Christ. And so remember that Him and Heavenly Father are there for you and that the temple is this added ability we have to be a part of their work on earth. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about finding peace and happiness during times of struggle and distress. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Again, if you guys have any questions, you're always welcome to message me at the eyes to see on Instagram or Facebook, and I will tune in with you next week. Bye.